Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this fabulous Wednesday morning. If you haven't been outside yet, you better grab you a coat. It's a little bit chilly out there, and uh, so I know everybody loves fall, or a lot of people seem to love fall, and uh, that's fine and good, but I just I hate cold on any level, let's be honest with you. I hate being cold, so that's why I like the heat, that's why I like the summer, that's why I like spring, and I like fall for the leaves. But other than that, you can have your cold, you can have your whatever <laughs> that goes with wintertime because uh, I uh, have no use for it at all and uh, don't like it one bit. So let's see what we got watching this morning here. We got Miss Jennifer Honeycutt, Tracy Little, uh, Rusty Paws, Carolyn Kelly, uh, Darlene Barker, and uh, Miss Michelle Fox Harris. That is known as Miss Mousy, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy. So glad you wonderful people could tune in this morning and watch and uh, join us for uh, this time of uh, worship and reflection and uh, get our day going on the right direction. Well, at this time, my friends, let's go ahead and let's do our Pledge of Allegiance here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord. Well, there we go. I have trouble there this morning. Praise the Lord. We do live in the greatest country in the world. Good morning, Jennifer Williams. I appreciate her tuning in as well. Well, we do live in the greatest country in the world, despite what the far-left progressive liberals would say. Uh, to the contrary, I don't know why in the world they want to minimize uh, what this country stands for and its proud heritage, the innovations and things that uh, this country has done and produced, and uh, far greater than any place in the world. And it just uh, it's nauseating to see how they're wanting to tear it down and to destroy it. One of the big news headlines this morning was how, more or less, the government is human trafficking. And I mean, who would have thought uh, that but they were talking about uh, underage minors being flown in the middle of the night to uh, places in New York and around the country. And it's just, uh, it's nauseating. It really is. And how uh, uh, Jen Saki, a.k.a. Peppermint Patty, making jokes about it. It's just, uh, you know, remember, guys, these, these people, they have do not have our best interest at heart. All they're about is power and control. And uh, now that this, uh, good morning, Miss Debbie, son. And now uh, uh, this uh, latest variant seems to be, for all intents and purposes, dying down to a certain extent. You don't seem to like the number of cases are diminishing. Don't be surprised when another variant comes out or something. They want to keep this virus thing going so that they can uh, have more power and control and uh, just, you know, as I said before, you know how I stand on the mask and shot thing. You do what you want to, but don't force me to do something I don't want to do, don't like it. And uh, but we are, uh, you know, they're talking about the empty shelves and, uh, and how our heating costs are going to go up. The co cost of price of meat has gone up. Uh, just for a pack of bacon, it's like seven bucks. Uh, I mean, it's just insane. And uh, guys, I'm, gals, I'm telling you, uh, we're headed for some perilous times if something major happens. And, um, you know, we're going to have to be more dependent upon the Lord more than ever. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. See, a lot of us in, in the South, a lot of guys, well, I should, I'll, I'd say a lot of guys, 
I don't know, that may, uh, may or may not be true, know how to hunt and fish. You know, I, uh, uh, I enjoy fishing, love fishing. I like hunting, I really do. Uh, but um, it's just, I'm lazy. There's just too much work involved. <laughs> <laughs> trying to go hunting and and all you know the way even once you kill something you know then you got all the trouble of having to gut it and skin it and you know I'm just uh, you know I, I, I'm lazy so I, I don't do it that much but you know we know how to do those kind of things the point is you got a lot of suburbanites and people who don't know how to do those things and when food gets scarce where do you think they're going to go they're going to start coming down here and they're going to start trying to break it into homes and things and trying to get food because they can't uh, uh, fight or fend for themselves, rather. And uh, things, are, I mean, it's, I'm telling you right now, uh, this is the last place you want to break into. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, that uh, it would not fare well, but let's put it this way if you don't know God, you're going to. <laughs> so, hopefully, that gets my point across pretty well, I think. But, you know, the point is, we're going to have to really. Uh, Hopefully things will change. I pray for this country. And I hate it for these, these kids and stuff that are already not getting enough food at home and uh, about the only meals they get are at school. And it's a sad situation if people can't hardly afford to put gas in their car or put food on the table, you know. And, and uh, even with the whole gas thing, you know, why do you think it's getting higher and higher on the gas? They want to push out. They already said, I mean, they blatantly said they want their Green New Deal. They want everybody to have an electric car. So they're going to keep price gouging the heck out of us to where we're like well man we can't afford to put gas in a car and everybody's riding around a little golf cart so anyway i'm sorry i don't mean to get so political in the mornings but i watch the play it's probably not a good thing i watch the news uh before uh <laughs> doing devotions that's probably why i have these rants in the morning so but anyway let's look at our verse of discussion this morning ephesians 6 11 put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And I apologize for the noise. Uh, have a, uh, we have a well, and uh, the pump comes on. It has been, it seems like for a while now, doing devotions, and our Sunday night, Wednesday night, stupid thing hadn't been cutting on. Whatever reason, decided to come on this morning, so I don't know what's going on. So I hope you can hear me well, and I apologize for the, uh, a loud noise. Hopefully, it'll cut off here in a minute. So, uh, General Dwight Eisenhower once said, "War is a terrible thing if you're going to go to, but if you're going to get into it, you've got to get into it all the way." It would really help if I could read. <laughs> so, <laughs> read is important. But that's the point. You know, as Christians, we are in a war. We are in a battle. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, all right? But the principalities, the powers, those things that the, that's a spiritual, mental, and emotional battle. Uh, the problem is, uh, in one sense, that Christians feel defeated is they never really was in the war to begin with. Uh, they were never really in the, in the battle to begin with. Um, I think it was, let's see here, J.C. Ryle, uh, this is a 19th century. He wrote, the saddest symptom about many so-called Christians is the utter absence of anything like conflict and fight in their Christianity. And that's true. You know, there's very little resistance uh, in, their, in a lot of people's day-to-day -day battles. Uh, when temptation comes, they, more than a lot of times, they give in to it. 
And then the whole comes, well, you know, it's easy to say, well, I know I'll be forgiven. It's easy to justify it. It's easy to say, well, I'm not perfect. It's easy to say those things. And so when you're down and out and, and uh, feel like nothing's working out, you know, it's easy to, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, it's easy to uh, want to justify those things. But then you feel conviction, you feel guilty. And um, you uh, don't realize you've never really in the fight to begin with. You're never really in there with the sword and the shield and, and the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness. You wasn't armed. You wasn't in it. You wasn't fighting. And I think that, uh, you know, sometimes we get this um, uh, sales pitch, if you will, of, of, of peace and love and understanding, which those things are very much true. Uh, when uh, when you, we are talking about salvation, there is no greater peace. There is no greater joy. There isn't uh, uh, a better, greater strength that you can find except through Jesus Christ. That is absolutely true. But a lot of people neglect to talk about how hard and difficult it is. I have seen personally, within just within the church, people who come to know Jesus Christ as personal Lord and Savior, and they'll have a family member die, two family members die, three family members die, lose their job, lose their home, lose their car, and you know, and I've literally had them come to me and say, "Everything's going good. Do I got saved?" And you know, and there is no easy answer to you know to to make them feel better, but not, but not to sound uh, cliche. But the more you try to live for the Lord, the more the devil's going to attack. And see, a lot of pastors think because. They're on the, you know, they're, they're trying to do the right thing that they shouldn't have any conflict or trouble or problems, but it's quite the opposite. That's why I've told you before, when I get up to speak, whether it's here online or behind the literal pulpit at the church, I'm getting into a boxing match. I'm getting into the boxing ring. And, uh, and the devil is not going to let up. In fact, he's going to attack that much harder when you're trying to do right and when you're trying to do the good things for Jesus Christ, when you're trying to live for God. He don't like it. So the more you are blessed, the more he's going to attack. Now, some people think, well, then I won't talk about the old devil. I won't, uh, and I'll just kind of hide in my little corner. You know, they want to be uh, the spiritual introverts and hide and, and not really try to expose yourself, thinking that will ward off attack. Nothing could be further from the truth. You know, my family's been under attack this year like nothing you believe. Everything from uh, my father, my mother, my wife uh, it's just you know it's just uh, uh and with me personally and and you know it's just been uh, uh uh almost a literal hell on earth you know but the fact that god spared her life uh through this tragic accident is just uh miraculous it can be used for his glory and she uses that to try to talk to other people about the lord but it's just you know and, then, and not to mention the, the tennessee department of transportation sent us a bill for eleven hundred dollars uh, for a guardrail and I'm questioning it because she didn't hit a guardrail. So I'm trying to figure out, uh, I mean, I had to jump the guardrail to get over to where she's at when I when I got down to the interstate to where she was. She hit a, a concrete. So I'm trying to figure out uh, where they, they're coming up with $1,100. But the point is, you know, every time you think, well, I'm getting over this battle, here comes something else. Here comes another bill. Here comes a, uh, another something else. And it's just one kick in the stomach. <laughs> after the other, you know, and uh, it's just like, when is this ever going to let up? And, you know, but the, remember what, what Jesus told us on this, you know, he didn't sugarcoat it. On this world, you will have trouble, all right? But take heart, I have overcome the world. So that's where we draw the strength of God, because when we look at this here, you know, we can back up a little bit in, uh, in Ephesians here, and in verse 10 it says, finally, be strong in the Lord, and in the power, I'm sorry, and in the strength of his might. 
put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil, which is our, our main verse of discussion this morning. But be strong in the Lord. Remember, we believe and understand that we have a far greater and mightier God than we can ever possibly imagine. I don't think sometimes it truly sinks in the great power and majesty of our God. The God who created the heavens and earth, who spoke everything into existence, is on our side. He is our Heavenly Father. For those of us who are saved, we are joint heirs to the throne with Jesus Christ. And I think a lot of people underestimate the power of God. And they and they all they want to focus on is our weaknesses. We need to be focusing on our strength. There are times when King David felt so defeated that he, uh, in his effort to go against Saul, that he teamed up temporarily with some of the Philistines, and then they come back and and his, his town has been burned and women and children killed. You imagine his men were pretty ticked off at him, but yet he's still trying to 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 focus on the power and the strength of God to fill him and sustain him. You know, it's easy to feel. Um, defeated it's easy to feel down you know that's one thing i got written in my bible and i've i've read this before too but i wrote this in the front of my bible and uh it's by uh, a missionary by the name of dan crawford but i wrote this in my bible in the front of it there because to me this is very uh comforting and and helps strengthen us but it says i cannot do it alone the waves dash fast and high the fog comes chilling around, and the light goes out in the sky. But I know that we too shall win in the end, Jesus and I. Coward and wayward and weak, I change with the changing sky. Today so strong and brave, tomorrow too weak to fly. But he never gives in, so we too shall win, Jesus and I. See, I put that in there because I am too weak to do things on my own. I am too weak mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, to do things on our own. And, you know, it is um, one hit after another. And it's sometimes you just want to lay there and give up. You know, you think, well, I can't take any more. I cannot take any more. You can't. But see, God is the one who lives within you, who strengthens you, who encourages you, and helps you to get up and keep on with the fight. That's why we have that paracletos, the Holy Spirit, that encourages us and helps us in those times when we cannot do it ourselves. And, you know, just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean that I don't feel those times of stress. I don't feel those times of weakness. I don't feel those times of, uh, of depression and, you know, overwhelming. Uh, you know, sometimes I just feel very overwhelmed uh, with what's going on and my anxiety. And, you know, so I don't think I don't fight all these things, too. You know, I'm right there in the midst of the, of the battle. But see, that's one thing. I might be in the ring with the old devil. You might be in the ring with the old devil. And he might be like uh, Muhammad Ali, who's trying to, you know, he always want to try to psych out the other guy, you know. Uh, fly like a, was it, uh, sting like a bee. and I don't know, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, <laughs> mine went blank on But he wants to psych out the other guy. It's kind of like when I used to play sports, we like to psych out the other team. That's what the devil wants to do. He wants to psych you out, make you think you can't win, Make you think you can't overcome and you can't prevail. But when we're standing in that ring, we are not alone. We have God who fights before us. We have a God who's behind us. We have a God that's beside of us. And through him, we can be victorious over those things that are trying to defeat us. These present sufferings will soon pass. You know, I've, I've talked about this before. That, you know, when in the midst of the battle, the suffering, it seems like, Lord, will this ever end? But it's only temporary, just like when we were kids. You know, here we are, uh, it's almost Halloween, soon to be Thanksgiving, Christmas. You know, when you're a kid, 
it's like, you know, for me, you know, a fat boy got excited about Thanksgiving. I got excited about Christmas. I got excited about my birthday. And, and I would, it's like it took forever for it to come. It's never going to get here. And here it comes. It's there and gone and back again. But that's the way it feels like in our suffering. It's like it's going to take forever, but it's only temporary. And so, therefore, we got to draw our strength from an almighty God and knowing that he is there to guide us and protect us. So we have to be strong in the Lord. And, you know, it is, um, remember, it is for by grace through faith that we are saved. So we understand that faith and who is a gift from God gives us that ability to be encouraged and to keep fighting and to keep pushing forward. And um, I just want to look here. Let's see here. There's a verse I was trying to think of. Let me see. Hold on one second here. There's a verse I was trying to think of, but it may not be the one I was going to read. Let me look and see here. Give me one second here. I should have wrote it down, but I did not. Um... I'm probably going to look at Ephesians 1, and uh, I think, let's start with verse 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon all, of, all upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time to not all, not all things in him, things in heaven and things in earth. And, you know, on earth, I don't know why I can't read today, guys. I'm so sorry. It's like an idiot this morning. Uh, in verse 11, In him we obtain the inheritance, having been predestined, according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So all things work out to his will and his glory. He is sovereign. And, you know, that's why I love Philippians 4, 6, and 7 so much, because it has ministered to me and so much in my life to be anxious for nothing but by prayer and supplication let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding regards your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus but one thing you have to remember that not only do we have that encouragement Philippians 4, 6, and 7 but a lot of times people forget verse 8 that says finally whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise think about these things See, because we are in a spiritual, mental, and emotional battle, uh, we, um, uh, thank you, Jennifer, she said, float like a butterfly there, and sting like a bee. But it is, um, instead of focusing on those things that are tormenting us, instead of focusing on the anxiety, instead of focusing on the fear, instead of focusing on the things we do not control and cannot control, we need to focus on this very thing here, whatever is lovely, whatever is just, whatever is commendable what you know we need to focus on those things we need in other words we need to focus our our time and our energy on god who is in control of all things instead of focusing on the things we are not in control of and that's all we can do and ask god to strengthen us to encourage us to be a prayer to be sensitive leading of the spirit to have discernment and to continue the fight you can't win if you're not in the fight you can't be victorious if you don't spend time in the word and in prayer you, we are in a battle, my friends, and if you don't know it by now, you better wake up real quick, because we are in a very real spiritual battle, but that's why God allows us to have armor to withstand to withstand the wiles of the devil, and again, that's why we have that breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the, the sword of the spirit, the helmet of, of salvation, uh, uh, shot with the, the preparation of peace, 
Um, you know, we have all those things. But remember, the armor is always on the front. We never discuss any armor on the back. Why? Because there's no room for retreat. It is time we pick up our swords. It is time we get into the battle. And it's time to fight. You know, the Christianity is no time for cowards. And there's no place for weakness. It takes a real man. It takes a real woman to continue to stay in the fight. That's why a lot of people give up to go back in the world. It's too tough. It's too hard. That's why a lot of preachers give up and say, man, I don't want this. I don't need this. I'm tired of the attack on myself and on my family. Because it's very real and it happens. But we have to stay in there and we have to continue the fight. And my friends, uh, you know, if you uh, uh, ever watched any football, uh, hopefully you don't watch UT. <laughs> I said that because Jennifer's a UT fan. I said it to aggravate her. Uh, you know, it is, uh, you see what it's like for two opposing teams to go into battle. And then some of them old boys get hit real hard and they get injured. And a lot of them get injured still continue to play. Well, that's the way sometimes it is with our Christian faith. We can get hit and we can get hit real hard and knock the wind out of you. But you got to get yourself back up, get back into the game. But this, this is not a game. It's a real battle. But uh, get into the battle and keep up the fight. So don't give up. Look up. And keep on keeping on, my friends. Let us pray. Then, Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Uh, Lord, uh, forgive me for my inability to half read this morning. But hopefully the points were made that you needed to be heard. Lord, help us in this battle. Help us in our daily struggles. And Lord, help us to not give up, but to continue the fight and to keep pushing forward. Strengthen us and encourage us. And Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, then I pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I've seen each and every day a lot of people requesting prayer for various reasons. And Lord, uh, each and every one of those that I commented that I would uh, be praying for, Lord, I pray that you will be with those situations and Lord, that you will be done in each and every one. Lord, be with all those who are watching this morning, that you watch over, protect them, keep them safe and bless them mightily. Lord, be with uh, Kim Penix and Ginger Hood and Troy and Linda David Feathers and Larry Donna Knight and Jane Kitchings and uh, so many others, Lord Jesus, the Van Over family. And Lord, just be with us, lead God to protect us, and Lord, let us shine and as a, a great light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock. We will, uh, uh, Lord willing, be at uh, uh, doing it online here at 7. And uh, a lot of people have been asking me about church Sunday. Don't know yet. Uh, right now, about the only carpet that's been laid is up in the balcony. And you got to remember, all they had to put down the carpet, they got to put back all the pews. So... I, I'm going to be surprised we're back at the church Sunday. We may have to meet back at Boone and don't even know if we can do that right now. So I don't know. But Lord willing, uh, uh, old Dr. Young said that he's going to make an official decision uh, tomorrow. And I'll get that on social media and let you know exactly where we'll be meeting at Sunday morning. So, uh, uh, friends, don't get discouraged, but be encouraged. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.